Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Force, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world-famous juggler Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing great because Todd looks like he's got to sweep people's eyebrow right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's making my it's making my night. So and also, you know, the 49ers are 4-0, so that's pretty sweet. Uh how are you, you doing, know, Ozzy? I don't, want, I don't want to hear anything about oh oh four and oh because we should you... state we're recording this October 1st. Yeah, that's we're fair. recording this October 1st. This is to be aired on October 9th. At which point, I think the Raiders will be playing Monday Night Football against the Green Bay Packers, who will have had rest from Thursday this past week. Is that weird? I mean, as a Niners fan, you should, like, agree with me that that's a little weird, don't you think? Like, Thursday to Monday, that's a lot of rest. Anyway, also with us, Flesh Wound producer Todd, <laughs> before I get into my whole digression. Too late. And I... It is too late. And I Good forgot I, where I was going. But it was something about <clears throat> something about trying to make an excuse for the Raiders. But holy, oh, <laughs> was it about today's game? How, oh my God, the defense is having such an amazing day. The defense, a legendary day. It's a rookie quarterback making his first NFL start. I, I, I kind of, I must have missed that part on the commentary. I don't know if you guys heard that, but I didn't. You guys probably didn't I did watch not. the game because there was, <laughs> but you know what I was talking about the four and zero. That's that's what it was four and zero. You say four and zero, and I see forty, and forty is the number that Christian McCaffrey scored in fantasy football. And of course, who am I playing against in fantasy football this week? <laughs> and you know what? Is it too much? He he had to score forty points. He could have scored twenty. He could have scored twenty points, and I would have been fine. But no, he had to score forty points like a jerk. And then I lost. Like, I technically haven't lost. Fireworks, I forgot. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. All I need, and again, this is October 9th that this is going to be released, I believe. So this is, uh, would I would need the results of last week's Monday Night Football. You can actually look this up if you're interested. DK Metcalf and the Seattle defense. I need them to go ham. And if they go ham, you'll see me very happy on the next episode. Unless, of course, my team drops another bomb. But so we'll see what happens. Depending on depending on that game, whose record would be better, yours or the Raiders? I'm not going to answer that question <laughs> <laughs> because I see your trophies doing that glitching thing again, and I'm just curious. Don't put such sick, evil thoughts into this world i that think it's like the nice. back to the future photo happening oh come time. on that's right no stop it <laughs> <laughs> it really is the most okay. wonderful time of the year making I... ozzy paranoid and Whoa. upset about his trophy okay listen let's move on everybody's tuned trophy. in to see a review of excuse me the asterisk trophy Everybody tuned in to see a review of the film that we're going to review and discuss today, <laughs> The Private Eyes. This was released on November 21st, 1980. Todd, do you have a trailer available? 
Yes, sir, I do. Who better to solve England's most puzzling mystery than these two international crime busters? Yes. Good day. I'm Inspector Winship, and this is my assistant, Dr. Tart. For the law and the order. Gathering vital clues from every available source. Step-by-step, <laughs> step, Tim Conway and Don Knotts prove murder can be deadly in the private eyes. Who will be the next victim? Got that message. Better send it off to the yard and let them know we're here. <laughs> I suspect that they would like to see me dead. Well, you can relax now that we're here. <laughs> Danger is their constant companion. Fear is an unknown factor. Dark. <laughs> These people are dropping like flies. Don't you people realize that you're next unless we get to the bottom of this? Tea isn't supposed to foam. <laughs> Stir. <laughs> These great sleuths, given the clue, come up with the perfect solution. Hey, we have among us a murderer. And that killer is right here in this room. All right, hold it right there. God, my God, give me your gun. <laughs> Tim Conway is the dim-witted Dr. Tart. And Don Knotts is the inept Inspector Winship. Tart! In... Oh, my gosh. The Private Eye. Again, that was the trailer for The Private Eyes, released on November 21st, 1980. Rated PG with a runtime of 91 minutes. Written by Tim Conway and John Myers. Directed by Lane Elliott. Starring Tim Conway, Don Knotts, and Trisha Noble. Uh, initial thoughts on this. I had never even heard of this, but I was a huge fan of The Ghost of Mr. Chicken. So when it was an older movie, just a movie starring Don Knotts, I was excited to see what we were going to get. Uh, Unfortunately, it wasn't as pleasantly uh, satisfied, I guess you could say, with versus Ghost of Mr. Chicken, but it was a com different kind of movie. Regardless, Hard though, to top Ghost of Mr. Chicken. That's <laughs> true. Really is. That's true. But uh, Greg, initial thoughts on this film? Yeah, kind of a similar thing. Um, hadn't seen it, um, but Tim Conway, Don Knotts, doesn't seem like a bad formula to work with um so yeah i was really excited to go into it. it's been a while since we've had a flick that was a, a little bit older so i was i definitely went in to pace myself because i know i have to slow down you know how i i watch a film that's that's of a different time um not that it's like ancient but still you know they they definitely had different pacing um so yeah i was really excited to go into it and I agree with you. It's not quite the same, but it, it's a different feel. But yeah, it was it was fun to to watch. That's for sure. Todd. All right. So I I 
this is like legitimately, if not the very first movie going experience I have in my head, it's the second. It's either this or Star Wars when it was in the 80 re-release. I don't remember which was first, but I definitely remember this is one of my first. So I was like a few days older than four in a few days. So I was like four years old. Distinctly remember going and seeing it. Um, And I watch it every once in a while. It's probably been about a decade. So maybe not once in a while, but so I got to revisit it. It, it, it is. It, I, I get why I loved it when I was four. And as I was still a kid, it is very Scooby-Doo. Um, mm-hmm. but I still have fun with it. It's not perfect. I, I can watch this with my kid this Halloween if I want. So I felt before, I don't know if I should save this portion for the, yeah, I should save this portion for the review, but I want to get into these favorite moments. Cause there is a lot of powerful quick hitters and I'm going to have to take the first one here. That being, uh, them picking up a newspaper and what is it opens it up it's a paper that one got me for like a good three three to five minutes i couldn't stop laughing uh just on that delivery and setup greg that's a solid one um so the running bit of the poems and the (laughs) last line not rhyming was great but the cherry on top of it was the one that did because i felt they were like i don't care that that's our bit i don't care that our entire movie is written this way we have to nail this punchline because it's great and we want to put it in here which was hilda is dead and here's something to note you can't bury her at sea because her bosoms will float (laughs) <laughs> the only one that rhymed because they needed to say that as probably the 10 year old kid inside made them do but there's also a very obviously looped one that would have also rhymed and said bullshit ah yes yeah yeah there so i think going with the one was probably the better call but they both worked but yeah that's also my favorite just the the running gag of it yeah and even I thing? like the looping too because it makes me laugh because I know even more what they're gonna say. <laughs> right. Did you have another? I didn't write any down. There's so many little ones that was like the only like through and like even the stuff in the trailer. Um, you know, I don't know if you have any more. If something pops in my head, I'll throw something else out. Well, to your point, there, like you said, there is a bunch of little ones, which was great, but I feel it was also kind of a bit to its detriment because after about an hour, I was kind of like. All right, let's uh, let's hurry this along now. And just like that, once we get to the like last fifteen minutes, I felt it kind of dragged a little bit, and I was just kind of ready for things to be over. It's kind of like if you were to go on a roller coaster, and it has like a bunch of loops and twists or whatever, and then it goes on for another five minutes. It kind of goes back to what Greg was saying earlier, though. Just the pacing was different then. That's a fair point. I didn't think about that. But regardless, in terms of how I, my time with it this time around. Exactly. It was a little tough to get through it when it came to the very end. And then once the final reveal happened, I was like, all right, cool. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So 
I, I honestly think if I had never seen Clue, or if Clue didn't exist, I think I'd probably like this a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. some it had like a Clue came out three years after this, but it, there was still like a six. Was it? I thought Clue was eighty three. Eighty six. Okay, my mistake. Eighty six. But still, the uh, idea of a comedic murder mystery happening in comedic deaths. Uh, There's actually quite a few right around here. There's murder by death. There, that was like a, a, a really small subgenre for a minute. These like kooky haunted house comedy horror films. Yeah, I mean Clue obviously being the best. That's that's less haunted house than murder mystery. Right. Right. Well, like still to that point, I feel had I not seen that, right. I'd maybe like this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, however. Or if you would have saw it at four years old like me, it, it would have. Oh, if I saw it when I was four years old, if I saw maybe if this was in the rotation that I had had at age six with airplane and spaceballs, I probably would have loved it. But unfortunately, <laughs> and you would have got banned eventually too. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is there was some things that did not age well, specifically <laughs> uh, the the chef. I, f- I felt ah uh-huh. yeah that was that was a little you know like. A little cringy, but different time. That's where Ozzy different comes time. Out of. I understand. But it's that. a movie Ozzy loves. It's always it was a different time. <laughs> well, no, but I'm just I'm just it's it's still a warning. Yes. It's a good so, warning. Uh so when it gets to the rating here, I still had fun with it despite having a slow ending. So and I still laughed really, really hard at some moments. Uh, just not enough to give it such a high score, but I feel comfortable giving this a three and a half. Greg, that's a, that. Yeah. Um, with this film, it had some fun moments and it was a, like, a not heartwarming as in like the story itself was heartwarming, but just like brings you to a different time of film. And so there is a great nostalgia of that. Um, cause it's, it was a different type of, you know, like I said, the the pacing of it, just how they, the interactions, there's a lot more dialogue with people, you know, the, the little bit of slapstick. It was, you know, it was a lot of fun, like a very typical Don Knotts moment. Um, and this is going to go in kind of my, like, I I enjoy like the, the classic films, like It's a Wonderful Life and stuff, but I don't always think they're fantastic. I do feel a movie like It's a Wonderful Life is good but it's one of those like heartwarming films to watch with the family that's a great thing to put on with the family or if you watched when you were younger has some great sentiment to it so it's going to go in that category it's not the funniest it's not amazing but it's still like like it's a warming film so i'm gonna agree with ozzy it's a three and a half for me um i think it's fun i don't think it's amazing it's one that i'll put on and probably show others but uh not a solo rewatch for me um, I'm actually on par with three and a half. It's one I loved as a child. And, you know, asked me when I was, you know, 15, I, I, I still loved it. Um, I'm a three and a half also. It's one I will watch again. And I, every once in a while, I do get the urge to watch it because of the fond memories of being uh, watching as a kid. So three and a half, three and a half across the board. And it is something you could definitely watch with the younger ones and just uh, 
temper expectations if you're a huge fan of Don Knotts. And just enjoy it for the for the laughs and, and gen- don't expect anything great, but just okay to have fun with the first time watch through. Of course, you can check on justwatch.com to see if at this time that whatever you're watching, this program that we are recording and will be releasing on, well, we are recording on October 1st. Of course, streaming can change at any time. You can check out justwatch.com to see if it's available in your area. Not a sponsor, and but they should be. They they should be, but at the same time, I don't even see ad space when I go there. So I don't know how they could pay us Why? I'm only trying to spread information. They make money somehow. <laughs> I'm only trying to spread information. That's that's all. So in terms of uh, um, many final thoughts, actually not final thoughts. I'm trying to think if I could think of a question that would pertain to this. There's actually another movie that came out the year before that I, I wasn't aware of, and I might have seen it called The Prize Fighter, um, also with Don Knotts and Tim Conway. So I don't know. I think that could be a, that could be a funny one too. I mean, that situation of I don't know which one of them is the prize fighter, but I'm going to guess it's going to be Don Knotts. <laughs> oh, I sure hope so. It has to be. And, and I'm looking at the poster, it 100 percent is. <laughs> okay. Now, like I said, something to can't let go of that trophy, huh? Nope. Nope. Did you see your name? Have to pry it from my. I'm sorry. What? Never mind. Gonna have to pry it from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of. Uh, I usually sometimes will have a question. Sometimes, when it comes to these kind of movies, but I felt there was an opportunity for a gag, like they left a door open on something that they didn't really revisit, and that was there was one particular scene where they were able to look through the painting with their own eyes. Right? right so like you know a play on the title the private eyes and they're actually spying whatever and they left the 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 back side of the portrait as is which could have left an opportunity for somebody to look at that flat poster or that painting with hollowed out eyes just i was hoping they were going to revert back to that and also a note, I had wrote, written down in the beginning that I was really hoping the timed gun bit was going to come back at the very end. <laughs> but yeah. unfortunately, I did not have such. The timed gun but... bit comes back at the end. It goes off at, at the end. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I have to explain something. I saw this very late at night. I'm it's, not saying... it's, it's off camera. Okay. You just hear him talking about it real quick and you hear the pop. Mm, I was I was hoping I guess I was more hoping it would have something to do with the Yeah, it wasn't like climax of the film. Yeah, you don't have to explain how you missed it. It was an easy blink and you missed it. (laughs) Okay, well there you go. Because as as soon as I was pretty much done, I was all right. Like I said, I'm out when it was the final reveal of what we saw. I'm not saying let down, but yeah. On your point, though, about the painting, what if it went another route? What if it was like there was a painting of like the statue of David and the eye? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even finish it. <laughs> we are so immature. <laughs> 
right. Yeah, enough said. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I did went, went ahead and check this out. Uh, this film is available to purchase or rent. It is not available to stream anywhere at this time. You can't. It is on Blu-ray though, too. So you well, can't pick it up on Blu-ray or DVD. Is this one in your massive collection that you have behind you, Todd? It's actually not behind me. It's actually over there. But okay, actually, it might be back there. I don't remember. It might be on. I watched it yesterday, so who knows? Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the review for the Private Eyes. Available to purchase or rent digitally. And of course, as Todd mentioned, the Blu-ray version. If you are available in or rather in the area of Southern California, I will be hosting trivia four times this week. Monday in Lake Forest at the Rush Barn Grill beginning at 630. Tuesdays at the Brewery in Placentia beginning at 7 o'clock. Wednesday in Los Alamitos at Griffin's Grill beginning at 730. And Thursdays at the Honeypot Meadery in Anaheim beginning at 730 as well. Every song you hear has something to do with the answer. Sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it's a little wacky and weird. You can figure out my wacky and weird way of thinking. You could win up to $25 of my own money. That I, Last Thursday, I gave away $15. I mean, like, I want to say that wasn't fun. So that wasn't fun. <laughs> did, did was not expecting like- take some dmt or something no 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 it was it, well i mean i kind of walk because because like you know it's a thursday night i get i want to get people excited so i'll kind of like walk people along mm. you know like i had one of the answers as being the taming of the shrew so i had played um the joker by steve miller band to reference heath ledger right because he's in the movie 10 things i hate about you which the source material was from taming of the shrew should have so, used the moonlighting route. <laughs> well, regardless, uh, when I had said I'd use the Steve, you know, and I announced the song, I used the Steve, and I have the $5 bill in my hand. Steve Miller band with the Joker, $5 to anyone tell me why. Silence. I was like, okay, I want to get these people excited about something. So I was referencing the variation of the Joker of the Dark Knight, played by Heath Ledger. And that's immediately when a girl raised her hand. She's like, oh, he would. And then, like, she got, like, she was trying to, like, find the words to say exactly <laughs> what I needed to hear. Right. Yeah. And that's what I was looking for, ultimately, at the end of the day. And that right. could be you, ladies and gentlemen, for free. You don't even have to pay anything. Take Ozzy's money. Yeah. yeah you could leave Take with my money. money. That's even better. You could leave with money. <laughs> what My money. What other trivia host does that, honestly? None anyway. of the smart ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only the smart ones. Okay. Great if Ozzy's lights start blinking out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us in this episode of Fleshwood Forest. We'll be back in next week with a brand new episode. This is our month of horror comedy, so we will be coming back next week, I believe, with Scary Movie. Tusk. 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 Oh, I apologize. It'll be Tusk. Then we'll have Scary Movie. And... If you are a Patreon member at, at the Flesh Wound Network, no, Flesh Wound Radio, patreon.com slash Flesh Wound Radio. Features. Dang it. Patreon.com slash Flesh Wound Features. <laughs> Follow the link. Todd's going to have a link. Link in the description. It's be right it's here. All, all, every episode link is, in in the the description. is in the description. You could vote on what movie we will get to see. I do know one of these. Actually, I don't know any of these movies that we are going to or that you have the opportunity to vote on. Because Todd doesn't like to tell me, because some of these might 
please me and some of these might displease me. I don't want to hear about so. you getting pleased, Ozzy. I would be a fan of some of these choices and I would not be a fan of some of these choices. So the choice is up to you. If you are a Patreon member, once again, that's patreon.com slash flesh wound features link is in the description. That is world famous juggler, Greg Larson and flesh wound producer, Todd. I'm Ozzy V and I'll see you next week right here on a brand new episode of flesh wound farce.